If there's one thing we've learned about business and life, it's that people are the X Factor. They constantly surprise us, both in amazing ways and not so much. We're Ben and Sia, and welcome to the Gnaw on This Business Bites Podcast. This show is all about real-life things we all deal with every day, how they relate to business, and how to make some sense out of our daily chaos. Welcome to the show. And welcome back to another episode of the Gnaw on This Business Bites with Ben and Sia. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We really love having you guys here. Last week, we started talking about generations, and I think that we need to talk today about communication amongst generations because we get that this okay boomer mentality and the roll of the eyes to the back of the head, and I think we need to get beyond that. I think we need to be able to sit there and go, all right, we need a universal translator. I'm going back, I'm going back to my Star Trek days. I'm going back 40 years, 50 years, whatever it is, to that universal translator because we all speak the same language. It's all called English. Well, those of us who speak English are speaking English. But <laughs> at least at least when we're all speaking English, it's not all the same language. And there's nuance to the language. And there's generational differences and how we talk and why we talk. The shorthands that we use, you know, down to emojis. Mm-hmm. And whether, whether you use them, whether you don't use them, and do you use them correctly? So... See ya. Jump in on this, would you? <laughs> dude, okay, so like let me tell you something. The fact I say dude, apparently that's not a thing. I think when we're talking about communication, we really need to look at the broader perspective of communication. I think this could be like another sub-series, Ben. Like uh, legit, we could talk about slang words. We we could go down the path of the platforms that is preferred. We could talk about the uh, platforms when I say business platforms of communication. Um, We're talking about social media platforms and we're talking about where they're spending their time from a um, socialization perspective. I mean, if there are, if they are gamers and by the way, our gen is also gamers as well, but But not to to that extent. I mean, we're, we're not gamers like the, you know, the 64 bit gamers are today. Uh, Oh, Okay, maybe you. Are, I don't know. I'm we not. can argue that, but okay. I will say this. I will say this much: the fact that they're my boy, my boyfriend will go on this platform called Twitch every now and then and play games mm-hmm. against everyone, and and people are texting and typing while they're playing. How the heck they're managing that is like beyond me. Because if you ever watch some of these first-person shooter games, I'm like, I don't know what just happened, but I'm dead. <laughs> what is this I'm red on the, the screen? One who's dead the first three seconds. You know? and they're like, yeah, you're dead. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, okay, I'll just sit back and watch you guys play. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, no, yeah, no. Even I picked up some of the, the vernacular, right? Um, the fact that my nieces and nephews who are Gen Alpha, Gen, I guess Gen Alpha, they're like after Gen Z-ish. Yeah. They're like the tail end and switching between the two. So are they they're teenagers at this moment? They're No, they're preteens. Okay. So they are the, they're not the millennials. They're, I guess you can call them Gen Z. Well, um, yeah, they're pre-Gen Z, whatever. So I we'll mean, call them alphas. The fact that they've got these words I've never heard of before, right? Like, you know, if something is so funny, they're dead and it's an emoji of a skull, right? And you're just like, um, I think I understand what you're saying to me. I'm cool. You know what? Yeet that. The hell's yeet mean? I don't know what that means. I don't know, but I had to learn Yeet because my 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 son uses Yeet. 
and I'm th- <laughs> and I went yeet, and I went, what is that? It's like, and, and, and he looks at me like you know I'm 12 miles past dead because I yeah. don't know what yeet means. Oh yeah. So anyone that wants to know what yeet means, it's kind of like you're rejecting, like you're booting it out. It's you yeet that out. Yeah, it's get out. it out of here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. So. Yeah, no. So, like, I, I don't know where in hell I picked that one up. I was talking to someone else about that. Is some of the words don't mean what they you would think anymore. If I say, like, oh, no, like, it could be no, yes, or no, no. Yeah, no is maybe, I don't know. But it's the funniest thing with language. But here's the whole thing. Let's let's pick on ourselves here, Gen Xer. Dude, totally gag me with a spoon, tubular. I mean, what other slangs did we use that were just like, oh, mom and dad, you are so out of touch. You're hippy dippy, you know, groovy words. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. what was your favorite slang? Oh, I, you know, I think totally. 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 But, but it wasn't the the, the uh, valley girl totally. It was totally. It was, <laughs> and, and, and because of the intonation, it was different. And you thought of it different and you used it differently. And but my challenge is is not just the words. Let's let's get beyond the words because there's a thousand words we could come up with. Yes. It's how do we talk to each other when we use language so differently? Mm. Uh, because I take a look at some of the correspondence that I get from other people, and I look at texts and I go, What are you saying? Like you know, the, the TLDR generation where they put too long, don't read. Yep. And I'm going, okay, I need a dictionary just to understand what TLDR means. It's different generations doing this. So when you use acronyms and we're all, we are all guilty of having our own acronyms. Doesn't matter what business you in, you're in. We all have shorthand that we use, but when we use shorthand with people that don't speak the same shorthand as we do, we make ourselves look out of touch. Totally. <laughs> we make ourselves, there she goes. But we we make ourselves look like, oh, they're trying to be smarter than we are. Mm-hmm. They're trying to be different than we are. Oh, wait a second here. I don't understand them because if I don't understand them, well, I'm not going to give them any credibility. And therefore, I'm not going to you know respond to them in the way that they want to be responded to. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to be aware of that. It says, who are we communicating with? If I'm communicating with my son, my texts are very different than if I'm communicating with the vice president of a couple of uh, companies that I work with. Mm -hmm. You know, the texts are completely different. I actually reread my texts before I hit the send key to make sure I don't have the great big thumbs, you know, and I've actually spelled words correctly and that the sentence structure is proper and all that when I'm sending those texts off to people, what I'm doing to my son, not so much. Because guess what? The stuff that I get from him, if the if the words are spelled correctly and there's there's vocabulary in there that's understandable, it's a bonus. It's a win. It's a win. <laughs> so I look at it and sit there and go, okay, it's not about how we speak. It's about are we being understood mm-hmm. by the person we're speaking to? And I don't care if that's within the same generation or if it's intergenerational or whatever it's very critical for us to sit there and say, okay, who are we speaking to? If I'm speaking to a lawyer, I'm going to speak to, a, if I'm a lawyer and I'm speaking to a lawyer, I'm going to speak very differently than if I'm a lawyer speaking to an 87 year old grandmother who has no 
you know, relationship to the law whatsoever and just wants to understand simply whether she's going to get paid out or this is going to end up costing her money. You know, so we need to be really cognizant about how we speak in the language of the people we're speaking to. Okay, let me ask you this question then. Yes. Okay, because I, I'm I'm back and forth on this. I'm guilty. Do you ever get bothered by some of the conversations that you have either via email or text where it's like, wait, I have to learn hieroglyphics to understand you. Do you find yourself getting annoyed with, dude, if you're, for example, case in point, I help a girlfriend of mine who volunteers to get people into cybersecurity. Okay. Okay. And I am not a recruiter. I used to be one back in the day, but I'm not the recruiter, but Mm -hmm. I'm here to help. Wouldn't you want to put your best foot forward to be like, hello, Sia, I am looking for a career in cybersecurity. Uh, These are my interests. Here's my performance. I would appreciate any support. Thank you for forwarding my resume. Cheers, whatever, signed, whatever, my name, Billy, Right. right? Yes. Or Mary. Why am I bothered that when I did this, and again, some of the individuals were fresh out of their university or, you know, newer in their career were basically like resume thanks like am i having to get with the times that this is the way this group communicates that's my question to you i'm going to look at it two ways one they need to understand who they're speaking to and they want something from you if you want something from somebody else you need to be able to write and and speak and relate in language that they understand and that they're going to relate to. Mm. Number two, we have a generation of people and a whole, I mean, for God's sakes, this generation doesn't even learn cursive writing in, in, in elementary and high school. You know, they can't even sign their own names, let alone you sit there and go, are they being taught how to communicate effectively? How are, are they being taught how to write a letter effectively? How to write an email? How to use sentence structure in an effective way other than the rote learning that they learn in, in the school system? And the answer is no. You know, So there is a learning curve on their part because they don't know what they don't know. Yeah. And they're used to speaking and talking and conversing with people their own age. And when we're all around what we're around, and when we're surrounded by what we're surrounded, we assume that that is the way everybody speaks. And we're that's the way everybody thinks. And that's how everybody acts. But when all of a sudden we have to put a resume out there and you know, go to a hiring manager and stuff like that, we wonder why we've put out 125 resumes and didn't get one response back. Guess what? That's not them. It might be you. Mm. And, you know, instead of you saying, these people don't understand me, they're lazy, blah, 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 blah. Wait a second here. You're dealing with somebody who's reading 150 resumes at a time. If your resume is not easy for them to read, easy for them to understand, easy for them to see the value that you provide, TLDR. Guess (laughs) what? Yo, they've moved on to the next person. And that's where reality is, is that we need to sit there and say, okay, You know, it's not about me. It's not about my needs. It's about how can I help somebody else help me? Like, let's get back to, you know, help me help you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there, there's a movie on this one, you know, you know, and let's, let's sit there and say, how can I help you 
help me. And that's where we need to be. So we need, we need to, we need to wrap this thing up. So give me your last thoughts on this. It sounds like to me, and I think you said it, help me help you has everything to do with ultimately you've got to know your audience. So from a generational speaking perspective, know who you're speaking with and it goes both ways. Everyone and just because we're Gen Xers, it's got to You've got to understand maybe in certain times in context, I don't care. Fine. TLDR me. And, and, and it's part of the work day. And there are other times where, Hey, I got a presentation to the board. I need some input. TLDR is not going to cut it. Right. Exactly. I, I'm going to need the, the audience is going to need a little bit more context. So that's my sense. That's my two cents. That's what I'm going to gnaw on for today. All right, you, you gnaw on that. So everybody, gnaw on this. These are business bites. Ben, see ya. See you guys next week. See ya. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for listening to another episode of Gnaw on This Business Bites. If you liked what you heard, we most humbly ask that you like, share, and hit that subscribe button. And if you want to communicate more effectively within your organization, contact Ben at yourbrandmarketing.com or me, Sia, at innovationmediaenterprises.com. We can help you build your community, brand awareness, and personality through podcasting. We cannot wait to hear from you. So see you next week for another episode of Not On This Business Bites.